Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. This is a pod for looking in the mirror of scripture each day, seeing our imperfect selves and making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Yesterday we concluded the book of Galatians and today we're not wasting any time moving into Paul's letter to the Ephesians because today's passage is going to sound really familiar. If you if you heard yesterday and then you hear today, you're going to recognize Paul's message to the Ephesians as consistent with the worldview that he laid out all the way going back to Galatians 2. He said, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And then in chapter 6 of Galatians, he says, But far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Why is that? Paul certainly is building up enough renown, recognition, enough of a following to boast some in his own resolve, in his own success. Why is Paul willing to give all the credit to Christ? Well, let's take a look. He's going to answer that question here in Ephesians chapter 1 from the top. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. Verse 7, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. Do you see the trend? Follow me through the passage. Verse 3, he has blessed us in Christ. Verse 4, he chose us from the foundation of the world. Verse 5, he predestined us for adoption through Christ. Verse 6, with his glorious grace, he blessed us. Verse 7, in him we have redemption according to his grace. Verse 8, which he lavishes on us. Verse 9, he makes known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose again in Christ. Verse 11, in him we have obtained our inheritance with a purpose, verse 12, so that we might ultimately be to the praise of his glory, verse 13, in him you believed and were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit. I believe strongly the Bible is sufficient, totally complete. It has everything that we need 
Maybe not answers to literally all of our questions, but it has all the answers that we need to find God. You didn't need me to read that back to you. If you read Paul talking about to live as, by definition, Christ, as he says in the Philippians, and to die as gain, and you ask why, well, Paul's letters are filled with the answer. It's right here. He, God, has done all the work through him, Christ. Paul tells the Romans that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We can't take any credit. We can't take any self Pride, As he said just yesterday in Galatians 6, we can't boast in anything but Christ. So what about today? I grew up playing baseball, and the first year of that experience, I played t-ball. And with t-ball, they put the ball up on a tee right in front of you. And usually there's a parent or someone stands nearby and either helps you swing or talks you through how to swing and hit the ball. And all you had to do at that level was well, you know, swing. Jesus said in Matthew 28, go and make disciples, baptize and teach them. But he's also said in Acts 1, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. He has given us the mission and the means to complete it. Every necessary tool to complete our mission on earth has been provided by him. All we have to do is, you know, swing. How can you be a witness to Christ today? Keep it small, something simple that you can handle, maybe something that takes less than an hour, less than 10 minutes. What's one small thing you can do today to fulfill your mission today? As one idea, there's a trend going around right now started by the Gospel Coalition called Jesus Changed My Life. I'd encourage you to take a look, look that up, and see some examples of what people have shared, and maybe record a video of your own. Just one way, one short way that Jesus has changed your life. And post it using the hashtag, Jesus changed my life. That's just one option. But how can you be a witness to Christ today? You might find that in just a few minutes, you can fulfill your purpose on earth, at least for today. Let me pray for you. God, give us boldness, give us courage, but also, Lord, give us awareness. It feels like lately it's harder and harder to to find ways to be witnesses to you, to find ways to fulfill our purpose, to point others to you. Lord, show us ways. Give us doors, even in this quarantine situation. Lord, show us how to share you with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm Nathan. This is Word in Motion. Have a great day.